Welcome to Rising Stars, where Miriam Knight, publisher of New Consciousness Review, interviews exciting new voices in the world of progressive and transformational books, films, and ideas who offer intriguing perspectives on life, the universe, and everything in between. Join us as we celebrate the conscious awakening and explore many expressions of consciousness in action. I'm Miriam Knight, and our guest today is Dr. Joseph Cardillo. Dr. Cardillo is a best-selling author and lecturer in the fields of health, mind, body, spirit, and psychology, an expert in attention training, creative thinking, and body energy. Dr. Cardillo has taught his methods to more than 20,000 students at various colleges, universities, and institutes. He's a regular contributor to Psychology Today, and he is the author of Be Like Water, the Body Energy Classic. His new book is called Body Intelligence, Harness Your Body's Energies for Your Best Life. And I am very pleased to welcome him to the show. Welcome, Joseph. Thank you, Miriam. Now, the phrase, energy flows where attention goes, is well known in the body-mind-spirit realm. As an expert in both attention training and body energy, your book seems to connect the dots for us. Was that your intention in writing the book? Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I I agree fully with that phrase. So um, what was the, the scope that you had in your head when you sat down to write the book? Well, um, I I believe that what I, you know, what I, what I'm trying to do is I want everybody to have and experience great energy days. Uh, It's what I want and what I want everybody else to have. And great energy days will make great energy lives. And, and I think that what I had in mind, uh, the short story of that is that I wanted to put together a book uh, with very useful uh, and approachable and doable uh, techniques that anybody anybody could could uh, start to utilize in their own lives that would put their mind in a state of flow that would uh, that would give them the best energy they can they can acquire on a daily basis. You talk about three levels of energy: the the, the <clears throat> body, mind, and spirit levels. And you use the term informed power. What do you mean by that? Oh, that, this is very important, and I'm glad you asked that question. It's a fantastic question. Um, and, uh, so, in, so energy is made up of two things. Um, if, you, if, if your listeners can just imagine uh, a, a, something like a brand of DNA, uh, so that what you have... Uh, is, 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 is two strands that are sort of intertwined. And one of the strands uh, is, is, one of the strands is, is juice or power <clears throat> to get things done. And the other strand uh, contains within it energy. So when the two combine, uh, you have the force with which to do things and the information uh, that is calculating the energy into doing specific things so it becomes it becomes a a force with purpose a force with purpose it sounds like you caught my cold that's not nice (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, we have, I, I have a wood stove going here as I'm speaking with you, actually. <laughs> actually, we, uh, we lit a fire the other night uh, just as we were recovering from our coals, and it set us back, I think, a week. Right. So getting back to informed power, that, that's an interesting concept of having these two strands. One is the sort of energy to to do work, as in the classical physics sense. But the other is what work you're going to do, the information behind it uh, that that directs that energy in appropriate ways. Now, what is the difference in the the three levels? Well, this is uh, this is another great question. Uh, there, there are three levels. So you have informed power uh, at at the at the body level, at the biological level. Um, you have you have informed power. So at the biological level, you might even consider, you know, the informed power that created us in the first place. Mm-hmm. You know, that creates one cell after another and differentiates the cells in a biological sense. Then we have the informed power of the mind. Uh, and, you know, the, the, the energy and the information to create context within the mind. And that's a different kind of informed power. Um, and, and then we have the informed, the subtle uh, energies and the informed powers of the subtle energy. So when you put all three together, you have the body, the mind, and the spirit. And when I use the spirit, I'm using that in a non-denominational sense. I'm using that to refer to the subtle energies. And all three are capable of carrying informed power. And here's the key. We're able to transfer power from one to the other. So it's kind of easy to understand when you think, well, if I, if I, if I have some positive thoughts, if I, if I feel mentally on top of my game, then physically I behave differently than I would if I feel that my game is being lost, mm-hmm. for example. And so it, it has a physical influence on us. The mind has a physical influence on us. So it's the mind informing transferring that energy into the body. And once it trans transfers it into the body, the body will transform it into something physical. So for example, if you're mentally, if you're, if you're mentally feeling that, you know, your game is lessening, then that transfers into the body and it will transform itself from a mental thought to a, chemical and electrical reaction in the body. So now that subtler energy has become a physical, measurable thing. Well, I think we're familiar with the classic book, The Inner Game of Tennis, uh, where your your thoughts really, um, actually, that, that that's a very relevant book in, in much of what you have written in your book, but at, uh, let's just focus on the the thoughts affecting performance. Now, what you're doing is not only connecting the dots between one's state of mind and one's ability to perform, but also with the actual reserves of physical energy that change as a result of our thoughts. 
That's right. <clears throat> and so, uh, you know, in, in, the, in, the last, uh, in, in the last statement that, that, that I gave, I, I stopped at the mind, but then, then there's the spiritual energy too. And again, that's non-denominational. When I say spirit, it's a subtler energy yet than the psychological energy within our mind. So that subtle energy can transform, can transfer from, from our, our subtle spirit into our mind where it becomes a psychological energy and then that can transfer into the body and transform itself into an actual physical uh, entity. Once it's in the body as an electrochemical activity within the body, uh, then it's either going to become beneficial to us or uh, it's going to become harmful to us. And so that's why it's good to try to regulate uh, the, the movement of energy and, and, and the transfer of energy within our whole living being. And when I say whole living being, uh, I'm looking at the, the spirit, the mind, and the body. Give us an example of spiritual energy in action. Well, let's say, let's say that um, a very, very simple example is, is, is this one here. Um, for years now, uh, you know, for, for, for millennia, you know, we've known that, you know, philosophically, we've known that uh, virtuous living somehow affects us physically. We've all known this in our own, in our own ways, and it's sort of taken a, a track through philosophy, through psychology, and, and, and now the, 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 the physical sciences. Uh, and and there's, there's uh, plenty of research uh, that shows that the, the energy of virtue, the energy of virtue can transfer into and transform into physical energies that affect not only the way we feel, but our health and our activities as well. So, for example, if you just go out and, and, and you conduct a good deed and you do it for the right reason, you'll feel better. You'll feel better for it. So that virtue that you just engaged in, that virtuous activity that you just engaged in, uh, is something philosophical but it's now transferred into your biological activity and, and is literally changing the chemistry of your bloodstream and is changing your brain electrical activity as well. And so that's why you feel good in the physical sense. So what you've done is you've transferred energy literally from a, the subtle energy of virtue uh, to the mind to the physical body. And now the physical body is reaping the benefits of that. So in physical terms, we're talking about the feel-good chemical oxytocin, for example, oh, that absolutely. is triggered by either feeling loved or feeling love for other people. And that actually dilates blood vessels and makes you feel warm and fuzzy and so on. So there's there's a really good example of the the transducing of virtual or spiritual energy right down to the physical. Absolutely. And then, and then we have mechanisms uh, like meditation and like visualization 
and and others, but those are two that many people are familiar with. And I go through a whole host of these in my book. Um, but those are two that people are familiar with, where we can experience. We can ex- the, the beauty of right. the transfer well, of energy. Hold hold that thought. Yep. <laughs> We're going to talk about the mechanisms right after our break. We're speaking with Dr. Joseph Cardillo about his book, Bot Intelligence. We'll be right back. Conscious Media for Conscious Minds. Ohm Times. Ohm Times Magazine is one of the leading online content providers of positivity, wellness, and personal empowerment, a philanthropic organization. Their net proceeds are funneled to support worldwide charity initiatives via Humanity Healing International. Through their commitment to creating community and providing conscious content, they aspire to uplift humanity on a global scale. Ohm Times, co-creating a more conscious lifestyle. Hello, I'm Sandy Sedgbeer, host of the Inspired Parenting radio show, where every week we bring you empowering information from the diverse fields of conscious parenting, education, neuroscience, consciousness, health, and metaphysics to support you in nurturing the best in your children. So if you're interested in understanding what shapes your children's minds, spirits, and hearts, join me every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, and prepare to be inspired. Hello, I'm Miriam Knight of New Consciousness Review, inviting you to my new show where I interview the rising stars of the Conscious Awakening. We'll explore the many faces of consciousness and action and intriguing perspectives on life, the universe, and everything in between. Join us each Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern on the Rising Stars Show. Host your show on IOM FM, the radio network of Ohm Times Media, one of the more recognized brand names in the conscious community, and is backed by the extensive marketing reach of Ohm Times. Hosting a show on IOM FM immediately connects you with our extensive, dedicated community. Your conscious lifestyle on steroids. Ohm Times Radio. IOM FM. Rising Stars, we're speaking with Joseph Cardillo, PhD, about his book, Body Intelligence. Joseph, what is your website? My website is www.josephcardillo.com. Easy as can be. (laughs) So before the break, we started talking about the different ways of growing and focusing your energy. Um, let's let's get into that. What are meditation, Tai Chi? Those are no brainers. Um, but how do they work? <clears throat> well, one of the things that that we're attempting to do uh, with with meditation now, you know, beyond using meditation as a as a way to to calm ourselves, um, when when we when we're let, let's just talk about visualization for a second first, and then I'll take a step. Uh, deeper and and go into meditation. Uh, In visualization, what we're actually doing is we're creating electrochemical networks in our mind, in our brain, uh, that will trigger in real time. Uh, So we're we're doing this in 
in, we're using our mind to create uh, a, a sort of fictitious pictorial of whatever it is that we're imagining. Uh, and by doing that, we're actually training our brain into a, into a habit in which it fires electrically and fires chemically by pattern. Uh, and then what we're doing is we're ingraining that, that pattern, that algorithm into our brain activity and into our mind so that when the situation exposes itself in real time, we'll act thusly. So if I imagine a piano melody uh, that I'm working on <clears throat> and, I, and I play it in my mind, when I go to do that in real time, I'll do it much more proficiently mm-hmm. because I will have already carved out the patterns that I need and the motor skills that I need in order to trigger that in real time. <clears throat> so if you want to act a certain way, if you're trying to uh, uh, transform a particular behavior, uh, whether it's a, a health behavior or psychological behavior, visualization works. It works um, if you're trying to curtail um, emotional responses to things, and it it works if you're trying to improve your your golf swing. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that's how visualization works. And again, you're transferring one energy, which is a psychological energy, into a physical electrochemical energy. If you back up or go deeper into, into meditation, when we go into a meditative mindset, we're capable of accessing the subtler energies of our, of our full living being. And in doing that, we're exposed to, to, to many, uh, many patterns of energy uh, that we don't, we don't even have to understand as we're experiencing them. And that's the beauty of it. We don't even have to understand the patterns in order to download the patterns, to transfer them into our mind and then into our body. All we have to do is pay attention to those patterns. And then later on, they'll transfer into our behaviors and into our activities. Uh, And if they're positive patterns, then we're going to be downloading positive uh, uh, patterns that we can access in our daily lives, uh, energy-wise, to improve the way we do things, the way we feel about things, and so on. You know, and and I know it sounds heady, but I can give you a very, very simple uh, example of this. A real simple example is, you know, when when a child learns how to, you know, you give a child like a half a dozen uh, apples, and you say, here, uh, count these into two groups of three, and the child would take the apples and make two groups of three out of that. But if you gave the child uh, six dolls and said, break these up into groups of three, the child would be able to do that after the child has learned how to split up the apples. Mm-hmm. So what I'm saying is, is that, is that the, the pattern that we pay attention to and that we download can expose itself in other types of behaviors uh, that we see at first as similar to it, and then we kind of open the bandwidth and start using those patterns for many, many other activities. Well, you mentioned in your book, and we all know from personal experience, how negative patterns can be 
so powerfully embedded so that a word or an association will trigger a negative response, a negative physiological and emotional response. So it perfectly stands to reason that we can do the opposite intentionally. And in fact, in your book, you give uh, many different exercises for um, creating the desired state and anchoring them into uh, things like a, a power word or a color or music. T tell us about how that works. Well, <clears throat> like I said, I, I think that I think that there's many, many ways uh, that that the human mind learns and and then takes that learning and activates it into the behaviors that we use in life that bring us satisfaction or not. Um, and one of the great things is, uh, you know, related to what we were just talking about is that you can, you can literally be exposed to things that you don't immediately understand, but yet you have a, a, a feeling that, that this is good for you. So for example, um, <clears throat> if you play a certain type of music and that, and that sound or that particular tune uh, has a calming effect on you, you don't really necessarily have to know what's going on with that. You just have to know that it's having a calming effect on you. That, that's step one. Step two is so you've identified something that for some reason has a pattern that you're, that's affecting your mind, that affects your body, and it feels right at least right for a specific situation that you're in. The next step would be, can we find a way to take that natural activity, that, that natural phenomenon, and amplify it, intensify it? So can I make that as strong, say, as a pharmaceutical? And the answer <laughs> is yes. Wow. And so what we need to do <clears throat> is we need to figure out how can I take this thing that just for example, if I'm sitting down with a, you know, with my with my pet, and I'm and I'm and I maybe it's maybe it's a kitten, and there's been a, there's been a lot of literature that says you know that having pets and and paying attention to them is good. It lowers blood pressure. It de-stresses us. It makes us feel happier, and so on. But is there a way to take that little something that we all know that we all experience and amplify that effect? And again. The answer is yes. So the first step is identifying those things that naturally have the effect that we want, whether it's just a feel-good effect, whether it's an organizational effect, whether it's an effect to improve our memory, uh, effect to perk our alertness, uh, to de-stress us, and so on, or to give us physical strength, all kinds of things. Um, the second step then is to find a way to amplify it, and the third step is to find a way to sustain it, to make it last longer. So we, we, we walk around all day and we experience things that make us feel the right way. How can I amplify that? How can I make that feeling last longer? And ultimately, the last step would be, can I get my body and mind to trigger that effect all on its own? And that's what body intelligence is about. Body intelligence is about making your mind and body 
trigger those effects for you in an amplified, sustained way all on their own so that when you're in these situations, your mind stays in a flowing state. Do you mean that your body kind of subconsciously recognizes that it's about to get stressed and so it pulls in the the good feeling from your calming music? Or do you uh, have to uh, consciously trigger it? No, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> After... After a while, you know, because see, one of the one of the errors that some people make is that they think, well, you know, okay, I did a visualization, it didn't work. Okay, I, I played that song and it made me feel good on that particular day. But what we're talking about here is psychological conditioning, the condition both the body and the mind, and even the spirit, to condition those three energy, which is the full spectrum energy resource to condition that full spectrum to trigger all on its own and supply us with the energy that we need when we need it. So let's say that you have a certain sound that, that is very calming to you. Um, let's say it's a song or let's say, let's say it's the natural sound of a, of a waterfall or just running, uh, you know, like a, a river or a brook, something like that. Once you figure out how to amplify that, and my book teaches how to do that, it's so simple. And once you figure out how to sustain it, once we practice that regularly for a while, it'll start to trigger all on its own. And when I say for a while, not that long, about two or three weeks. Well, how many times do you have to repeat it? How many times? You know, whenever you need it. Um, and see, the idea is to try to repeat that, that, and I go into this in the book because it's really all about conditioning at that point. Once you've identified simple natural energies that can literally change the function of your mind and body, then the next step is to just m- get your body to memorize that algorithm or that pattern, and it'll start to trigger all on its own. Our bodies are made to be able to do that, and our minds are made to be able to do that. So it's not anything new. How fascinating. So uh, you say two or three weeks, and, and you only repeat it in the necessary situation, or do you just kind of practice you, it for you two weeks? You target the situation, and, and, that's, and, 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 and these these. Uh, if let's say we're going to use natural sound, they're not necessarily interchangeable. Let's say that I'm using natural sound uh, to to calm me down to get to sleep. That same natural sound may not work somewhere else. Okay. Or if I'm using a certain, you know, students students sometimes uh, make this mistake. Right. You know, they well. think, well, you know, I've got a song here that I listen to on the weekend. <laughs> you know, and it. It's that time again. We're we're coming up to a break, but stay with us. We're speaking with Joseph Cardillo about body intelligence. Conscious media for conscious minds. Om Times. As difficult as it is to believe, there are places in Africa where human traffickers sell albino children and their body parts for use in magic rituals. Humanity Healing International is actively working in Uganda to change this paradigm. 
The Albino Rescue Project finds albino children who are at risk and places them in safe schools and environments where they can learn and grow free from fear. To learn more or to sponsor a child, visit HumanityHealing.org. Humanity Healing is where your heart is. Join Elliot Jolish, the business therapist, each Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern for the Elliot Jolish Hour as he interviews business experts on your behalf. And you're invited to email your business questions to questions at ecjgroup.com for answers live on air every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern on the Elliot Jolish Hour. Circle of Hearts Radio is a sanctuary on the airwaves. Join me, Grandmother Aliyah, in the circle on Sunday, 2 p.m. Eastern, as I share information to both enlighten and nourish your soul. Being a radio host on IOM FM allows you to build your show on a rich platform with the power of the Internet to fulfill your outreach goals and connect with a very specialized and global online audience, unlimited by time and distance. Ohm Times Radio will provide you with web relevance, a recognizable conscious brand, and with the standard of excellence that has accompanied every single Ohm Times endeavor. Host your show with Ohm Times Radio Network. Free your mind with Ohm Times Radio. IOM FM. Joseph Cardillo about how to harness your body's best energies for your best life. It's all in his book, Body Intelligence, and his website is josephcardillo.com. That's C-A-R-D-I-L-L-O.com. So we were speaking before the break about your students choosing sometimes <laughs> the wrong, uh, the, the, the same song for a different situation and it not working. That's right. That's right. So somebody might say, well, you know, this is the song that we use when we're, you know, right before we're headed out on the soccer field or on the football field. And this gets us all, you know, pepped up and, and, and ready to go. Uh, and so I'll use this particular tune to, uh, to, to get me ready to go for a, for a midterm exam or a final exam. And, you know, the results uh, could, could be negative, for one thing. Uh, on, the, you know, on the other hand, uh, they might be less than what the person expects, because whereas the song, you know, the, the particular uh, informed power, the particular information and force that's in the song that feels good for football um, is, is going to trigger different chemical reactions in the body that are not conducive, say, to test taking, whereas a little bit of adrenaline is good uh, for test taking and, and really necessary. Too much is, go- is going to leave you scatterbrained. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and see, people need to know how to do that. And, and, and although things like natural sound, color, scent, and, and things like that are very, very simple to use, a little bit of knowledge will get you far uh, in this regard. For example, the pipeline also can be exhausted. So if it feels good, you know, somebody might say, well, you know what, I'm going to play this song all the way into the final exam. And then what you've done is you've, 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 you've chemically drained the pipeline, and when you need that extra push in the exam, it's gone. You don't have it anymore. Oh, dear, yes. It's, it's probably like taking, uh, I don't know, drugs or coffee or something and, and getting uh, uh, used to it and needing bigger and bigger doses. 
yeah, exactly. And it leaves you in a worse state than a better right, state. Right. Uh, and so just a little bit of knowledge on how this works. And the beauty, the beauty of body intelligence is, is that we, we have a physical body and we live in a physical world for a reason. And, and, our, and, and our body is able to, we're made of energy. Everything around us is made of energy. So we have access to information and force all around us. It's up to us how we orchestrate that. And the idea behind body intelligence is to, to, to orchestrate it by mixing and matching the right energy for the right activity. And when we do, when we do that, you, you tend to find that your, the activity feels more meaningful or more satisfied with it. And what I find really uh, lovely about doing this is that when you mat match the right energy with the right activity, rather than walking away tired or exhausted, we walk away more energized. Mm -hmm. Because the, the, the feedback is so positive. That... Yeah, absolutely. Well, so what are some of the things that drain our energy in the first place? Well, see, that's the other thing. Uh, and again, another great question, and, and thanks for asking that. Uh, because, you know, part of body intelligence is, of course, uh, gaining more energy so that we can have great energy days and get healthier and be happier uh, and so on. But we also have to, we have to pay attention to those things that are draining our energies. And, and in my book, I have several charts that, that help readers. And, it, you know, actually it's fun. They're, they're simple charts, and, it, and, and it's fun because it, there, there's something of a self-discovery uh, in, in, in keeping a chart or self-diagnosing your own energy. Uh, by looking at, at your, the, the way we use energy throughout the day, we can very easily identify the things that are draining us and we can start to plug those. And then we substitute something that energizes us for each of the drains. And so now at the end of the day, we feel, you know, the way we're supposed to feel uh, when we're living at our best. Mm -hmm. Now, your field is psychology, but you're also, if I understood correctly, a, um, a martial artist? <laughs> I've, I've, been, I've been practicing uh, uh, many Eastern uh, arts for, for, for forever, uh, for decades. And, uh, yes, I, I started practicing martial arts as a very young man at, at, at the age of 14. <laughs> so how did you make the connection between the energies that you manipulate during the course of your, your Eastern practices and the psychology that you studied? Oh, it's a long, it, it's been a long haul and a long track. You know, as an adolescent, you, you can bet I, I wasn't, as an adolescent, I wasn't thinking like this. You know, I was studying martial arts just like any other kid, you know. Uh, <laughs> we you know, know what you were thinking with. Yeah, yes. you know what I was thinking. And, you know, and I was. And, and, but, you know, I got to say that there was, a, there was a university down the road from where I, I grew up and, uh, you know, a ways down the road. And, and they, they had meditation chapels. And at some point, you know, like a couple of years into the martial arts, uh, you know, I decided, well, you know, uh, you know, maybe I should try meditation, you know, and I got interested in them just because I was involved in some kind of, you know, Eastern uh, thinking, uh, even though it was, you know, at a very mild 
sense. And, and so I got involved in meditation uh, and, and then my interests grew and I wanted to know more about it. I, I wanted to know what, you know, w- what makes this work anyway? What is it? Uh, and that brought me, uh, you know, several years later, uh, in, you know, but the martial arts awakened me to the idea that, you know, th- there's a lot more power going on uh, that we have access to than, than our physical anatomy can account for. You know, and, and that was a very, very early idea of mine. Um, and, and I don't even, I don't want to claim it as mine even. I just want to say it occurred to me mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that early that, you know, that, that you can issue power that's greater than what your anatomy should be able to issue. And, 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 and so that, that, that caught my interest, that there's things going on, there's energy that we have access to uh, that we could apply to other things beyond just sport. And I think that's the difference between uh, Tai Chi, yoga, you know, the Eastern martial arts and so on. These things are intended to put you in touch with that energy. And once you get in touch with that energy, you can start to look at how it's informed, the information that's causing that energy to give you a certain result. You know, and really it amazed me, you know, later on, you know, down the line when, when you know, I, I, my, my studies took me into to sciences, you know, it amazed me at how from millennia, you know, disciplines like Tai Chi, yoga, martial arts and so on, you know, have, they had, they had nailed it down way back then and, 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 and they can withstand the science of today. It's an amazing thing. You know, I'll give you a very, very simple example. In the martial arts, we, we, we do many, many things with, with patterns. And, you know, there's a lot of rhythm to the martial arts. So, you know, you might have a rhythm of one, two, three, one, two, three, something like that. You know, and then you learn one, two and a half. And you <laughs> learn that when you learn the rhythm one, one, two and a half, it actually gives you an advantage in certain situations, it gives you it gives you a window of opportunity, but it also gives you a window of higher powered energy. So you learn that, and and like I said before about the about about the body, the body and the mind love they absolutely love patterns. We are created by pattern patterns and algorithms and so on. Uh, everything about us has to do with those algorithms and patterns. And, and they had nailed it way back then because they knew, somehow they knew that these very simple one, two, three, one, two and a half, these very simple patterns could be transferred and transformed into other activities that made you strong in other ways of life. So, you know, to quote a very old martial artist, uh, you know, a philosophy of martial arts, really, uh, you know, when when you when you become when you become a martial artist you can see it in your every movement mm-hmm. so you know philosophically speaking you know the way one would drink a glass of water could indicate that you're familiar with martial art patterns the idea again going back to you know you know when we were talking about children you know, you could teach them how to, how to uh, uh, take six apples and make two groups of three. But then it's nothing for the child to, to then take that and apply that same pattern to dolls 
and later on when the person is in an office to apply it to you know the uh, the office behavior uh, and even interpersonal relationships. So same kind of patterns, but you're able to adapt and transfer them into other areas. So the, there is the element of patterns. There's also the element of raw energy. I mean, how many times do we say, oh, I'm too tired to do this or too tired to do that? And the chi, the, 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 the life force energy that we find drained from us either by negative news or by fluorescent lights or poor food or, or lack of exercise. These are uh, all things that, that deplete us. And your intention in the book is to show ways to regather those forces, oh, as you absolutely. say in your book, for your best life. Absolutely. And it doesn't, it doesn't even have to get complex at all. You know, a lot of times, you know, many of us who work in offices that have climate control and fluorescent lighting and all this, what we've done is we've made the environment pretty, uh, uh, pretty stagnant. Well, and, and so one of the patterns that remember the body functions by patterns and so does the mind, you know, when I, when I'm stuck in my office for any length of time, you know, your creativity goes right down the drain. <laughs> Yeah. You know, I don't know if you've experienced that, but it goes right down the drain. Um, and so so you need to re-energize that when you're in that stagnant, stagnant environment where nothing's changing. You know, it's climatically controlled. Even in the middle of winter here in New York State, you can feel the you know, if it gets a little too warm, what happens is the air conditioner goes on mm. to keep to keep that office at a at a steady temperature. But, but those transitions, those natural transitions of cold, warm, hot, and so on, different shades of light like we have in our houses where, the, where it's not climate controlled, you know, those kind of things, are, those patterns are being downloaded by the body and by the mind and we're using them in other ways. So do if those energize stagnant, us? They energize us, oh. absolutely. We love cycles. Our bodies love cycles. But well, you know, when it's keep, stagnant, we don't like it. Hold that thought. <laughs> We're going to take our last break, and then we'll be back with our guest, Joseph Cardillo, speaking about his book, Body Intelligence. We'll be right back. The cutting edge of Conscious Radio, OM Times Radio, IOM FM. Are you trying to get from point A to point B and need a little advice? Connect with the counselors at OM Times Advisors. Whether you're looking for a life coach or a spiritual intuitive, the advisors participating at advisors.omtimes.com were carefully chosen based on their gifts, skills, and professionalism. OM Times Advisors, connecting you with the best advisors in the business. Hi everyone, this is Shay Parker, the host of Best of the Best, which airs live right here on IOM Radio every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern and 5 p.m. Pacific. I'm super excited to bring you expert guest hosts, spiritual discussions, free psychic readings, and so much more. I can promise that you will not want to miss this one-of-a-kind, fun, yet touching, down-to-earth show. Join us every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Pacific on OTRFM. This is Shay Parker, and I can't wait to see you there. Join Elliot Jolish. 
The Business Therapist each Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern for the Elliot Jollish Hour as he interviews business experts on your behalf. And you're invited to email your business questions to questions at ecjgroup.com for answers live on air every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern on the Elliot Jollish Hour. Being a radio host on IOM FM allows you to build your show on a rich platform with the power of the Internet to fulfill your outreach goals and connect with a very specialized and global online audience, unlimited by time and distance. Ohm Times Radio will provide you with web relevance, a recognizable conscious brand, and with the standard of excellence that has accompanied every single Ohm Times endeavor. Host your show with Ohm Times Radio Network bringing you the best of the conscious minds in the world. Ohm Times Radio, your conscious lifestyle on steroids. Amplify them. And in your book, you offer an exercise on how to condense core energy. How does that work? Well, it's interesting. I just put a post on my Facebook page <laughs> uh, about, about that. Well, actually, I didn't put that one up. That one's coming. Now, now that I'm thinking about it, that's coming. The way, you, if, if, if listeners are familiar with a, a sort of a meditative mindset, and you can combine that meditative mindset with a visualization. So one way to do this is to be able to draw energy, uh, draw energy from, you're going to try to draw energy from within your body and from the environment itself. And so an easy way to, to, to visualize this and an easy way to, to, to meditate on this would be to visualize your body drawing energy right up through your feet into your body right up through your feet, up through your legs, through your arms, uh, and down from the crown of your head, and all that energy congealing in your center. And we call that the, the lower dantian, or the, the center, the literal center of the body, about six inches below the navel. So if you could just imagine all this energy that's around you, that's below you, that's above you, coming in through your limbs, and, and congealing right there at that spot about six inches, a few inches below your navel. And that's literally the, the central point of your body. And now that energy, if you, if, you, if you can feel that energy starting to build in your core, you're building that energy, but you, you haven't condensed it yet. And so now uh, what you can do is to visualize that energy that may be, say, that, you know, may be feeling to you about the size of an inflated balloon and may feel that way. What I'd like, what I'd like people to do is to condense that energy into some, that same amount of energy into something the size of a sugar cube. Wow. So now you've taken all this energy from within your body, surrounding your body, and bring it into the, your core and now condense it to something the size of a sugar cube. And when you can't condense it any further, you can extend it outward. And in martial arts, we use, uh, we use the, the term expand or explode it outward. And so if you imagine like a starburst, coming from the center of your body and just bursting through your arms and legs to where you want it to go. 
and outward. So that kind of condensed energy gives you instant high, high torque power. And there's a way, and there's a way, and I've, I, I talk about this a lot, and, and I write about this. There is a, there's a beautiful way to, to create that energy while you're on the go. And I've actually gotten, uh, <laughs> I've actually gotten emails from people from around the world on this. Uh, when I started talking about creating condensed energy while you're on the go. So if you're jogging and you're getting tired, you can create tremendous condensed energy because your body is involved in mechanical heat activity that creates an energy of its own. And you can take that energy through your lens, condense it in your core and explode it outward like a starburst, even while you're jogging. So while you're expending energy, you can create energy at the same time. And I've gotten letters from, from young martial artists from around the world, really, uh, who, who have written me and said, how do you do that? Because I'm taking my black belt test and I want to be able to do that <laughs> while I'm in the test so that, you know, I can stay energized. And um, I, I love it when people do that, actually. Uh -huh. uh, but that, that's just one of the best. That's one of the, the, the best uh, activities uh, that, that, that I've ever really explained is how to create energy on the go and condense it so that it becomes very powerful. Uh, another thing that we can do is we can create, create our own algorithms, our own patterns when we're at the top of our game and then take those patterns and use them when we're not at the top of our game. Oh, like bottling. <laughs> so if you, create, if you create a list, uh, if you create, let's say, let's say you create a slideshow of color and sound that, that, that puts you at the top of your game and you feel that way and behave that way and perform certain tasks that way. Well, then when, you're, when, you, when you've got the cold or the flu and your body is now, you know, turning, turning its energy down, you don't have to accept that. You can let your body kill the viruses off that are causing that, but at the same time, at the same time, you can re-energize yourself in a subtle way like this that has no uh, side effects on you and, and, and bring your energy up while your and body's you do this, doing this. And you do this all through the power of the mind and visualization and intent? Yes, because what's happening is, is the relationship between the body and the mind, the body and the mind uh, are very, very close. And so if, if, I, can use, if, if I know... Uh, what will speed up my brain waves or slow them down? If I know what'll, what will cause a, chemical, a certain chemical burst in my body, if I know what, what sounds cause which chemical bursts, I can start to put that stuff together just like a pharmaceutical, only there's no side effects. And so once I get the body to react the way I want it to react, the body then will transfer its energy and transform the mind. And then you've got that nice synergy happening. For example, I've said many, many times uh, talking about uh, my book, Body Intelligence, that you, none of us, none of us want a deep, say, say that you're, you're feeling down, your mind is depressed or, or your mind is scattered or whatever. Say your mind is just not where you want it to be. You do not want that mind now imposing its influence on the body. You want to reverse it. Mm -hmm. That's when you shift into matter over mind. So what I want to do is get my body to have certain chemical bursts, get my body's electrical energy to match the task that I'm in, and then that will change your mind. And so that will take your mind out of the funk 
that it's in, or you know, it will it will give you the attention, the focus that you need. It'll it'll give you that higher psychic energy, and then you'll become synergistic again. So then you'll have a healthy mind influencing a healthy body, which then further influences the mind into health, and you've got that nice loop of what I call flow mm-hmm. uh, going on. One of the things that you make a point of in your book is that you have to listen to yourself. Absolutely. So Absolutely. H- how do you, I, I mean, it, it's like when you say call the book Body Intelligence, it's actually making friends with your body and, and using your own intelligence to, to connect with it. Yes. Yes, and, and you know, and it, it, at this point, I think I, I, I would like to say that if we continue, you know, we can gain energy in a, in a physical sense, in the physical, biological sense. We can, we can gain, you know, <laughs> one, of my, one, of my, one of my best martial arts uh, instructors as a kid, you know, he used to say to me, he used to say, listen, you want, you want to gain energy, eat some broccoli. <laughs> but you know, but there was certain truth to that. You know, I mean, there's a truth to that. Uh, however, I mean, we have a full energy spectrum, even at the physical level. But if we stay at the physical level, I could teach you what other things you can do besides eat broccoli that will give you energy. There's there's much more to our full energy spectrum. But if you stay at the physical level you're going to just be draining energy. You're constantly draining energy. You can't get ahead of the game. And so you need, people need to really open up their concept of how we learn and how, and and what energy even is to include the subtle energies of the mind and the even subtler energies of what I call the human spirit, the spirit those energies. And once we, once we, once we use those energies, they're not going to run out. (laughs) Mm. They're not going to run out. And that's how you're able to, 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 to create energy while you're expending energy. And, you know, I have the, I have what I call the magic equation. (laughs) And the magic equation is, is you should never dip below 80% of your you never should dip below 20% of your energy uh, reserves. Always you keep 20%, so, right. Oh, no, always keep 80%. I oh, might be saying 80%. this wrong. Always keep 80% of your energy. If you don't feel that you have 80% of your energy, then you need to read body intelligence. Right. Well, I, I, I think um, I'm trying to think of the last time I felt I was up to 80%. Yes, uh, fascinating Because we stuff. can balance that off. We can balance that off minute by minute if we want to. If we just check in. You know, one of the things I encourage people to do, and I, and I think I mentioned this the other day on, on my Facebook page, I mentioned, you know, set your, set, set your uh, cell phone. Put, put an, uh, an alarm on your cell phone a couple of times a day just to remind you. Look, to check in. Uh, to check in, to uh-huh. check in, and when you check in, to use the mechanics that we have, the, the mechanics, the, the networks that we have in our body and in our mind to make sure not only that we're recharged, but that we're recharged in the right way, that our energy is matching what we're doing. Uh, for example, if you're trying to lift 350 pounds, you better be condensing energy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If you're trying to work on a math equation, 
you better not be connected. <laughs> <laughs> what you is your what Facebook but, page? Uh, it's uh, Joseph Cardillo, PhD. Uh-huh. Right. So your, your Facebook page is there, uh, and your website is just josephcardillo.com. Yes. Right. Well, uh, we have pretty much come to the end of our show today, and it has been such a delight speaking with you. And I, I think our readers really will be fascinated with getting your book, which is called Body Intelligence, Harness Your Body's Energies for Your Best Life by Joseph Cardillo, Ph.D. Thank you for being with us, Joseph. Thank you very much. What a great show. <laughs> and do join us next week. In the meantime, visit our website, ncbu.com. Love you all. Have a wonderful week. Goodbye. <laughs>